Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. So this morning, I want us to remember this. It is the Lord your God, Deuteronomy 8.18, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. You know, that means today, tomorrow, the future. It's the same. It's the same every day. He's the same every day. Deuteronomy 28 verse 2 says this. Everybody say this with me. Remember this. Come on, do it again. Ready? Remember this. Deuteronomy 28.2. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. I'm going to reread it again. Are you ready? And all these blessings shall come upon you. Think about that. Who's you? Me, that's right, come on. All these blessings shall come upon who? Y'all going to help me this morning? All these blessings shall come upon who? That's right. Uh, And all these blessings shall come upon and overtake because, that's right, obey the voice of the Lord, your God. You see that? Why? Because you obey the voice of the Lord, your God. You know, obedience to God's word, to his voice, to the leading of the spirit of God, to the things in which he has instituted, to follow after, to to do, that's not called legalism. That's freedom. Can you hear me today? That's That's not called control, legalism, and all the other nonsense that sometimes people try to put out there upon upon the word of God and, and things of that nature. That is actually liberty. It's the freedom to obey and to serve God and to receive his blessing and to walk in his ways. It's whenever we withdraw ourselves and walk in our own ways that we're actually walking in a place of the flesh. And we begin to walk into a place of sin. Think about it. When we choose our own path, our own way. You know, the Bible says acknowledge him in all of your ways. Is that right? And he will direct your path. Think about that for a moment. I love this scripture because it tells us that all these blessings shall come upon us, overtake us. I love that idea. That means as you're going, as you're walking your faith walk out, God's blessings are going to overtake you in the way. God's blessings are going to come upon you and overtake you. See, oftentimes we're waiting for the blessing to be able to do something. But the Bible says as you go, as you walk by faith and not by sight, as you continually move forward, they're going to overtake you in the way. They're going to overcome you. They're going to overtake you. Isn't that good news? I love that. Man, I love that. That means it's going to be a continual walk of blessing, a continual blessing that's going to come upon our lives as we continually walk with God. So the Bible says, though there is this condition because you obey, you see that? 
These blessings come because you obey. We obey the voice of the Lord your God. Everybody say this with me. Remember this. Ready? Remember this. James 1.25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty. James 1 verse 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. You see that? Woo! Come on. I'm going to reread that again. Everybody say this with me. Remember this. You ready? Remember this. Come on, y'all won't have to help me preach in here. I'm, it's going to take a long time. I got a lot of notes, and I'm, and I'm having to go slow. I think y'all are quicker than this. Come on, guys. Remember? Huh? Remember this. Come on, ready? Remember this. James 1.25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. You see that? Glory to God. You know, I believe today that God is going to open up some new things in our lives. I believe reward is coming for many of you because you've been walking in it. You haven't gotten out of the way. The devil's trying to get you out, tear you up, pull you away, put you down, destroy you. But you continue to walk in the way. It might not have been perfect, but you're still in it. You didn't get out of it. You know what I'm talking about? Huh? You corrected yourself and you stayed in that place and you walked in that way. It was Listen, sometimes it looks easy to quit and to get out, but I've learned something. It's not fun. You get out of that place... Man, it, over there, it might for a moment look like an easy way. The grass might look a little greener, then all of a sudden you get over there. Man, it's a barren land and there's no water. Are you hearing me? There's nothing there. But if you'll stay in the way, I said, if you'll stay in the way, that's where the blessing comes. I said, that's where the blessing comes. Isn't that good news? So the Bible tells us, that if we'll not be a forgetful hearer but a doer of this work, that one will be blessed. You know, glory to God, we have been on a journey of faith and a walk of truth in the light of God's word during this series. And as we begin to see something today, you know, the very first text that I used in beginning the blessed life was out of Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 and 38. Where it says, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, and with all of thy mind, with all of your soul and all of your mind. And this is the first and great commandment. Remember, listen, the commandments like this, these aren't done away with. This isn't law. And by doing the things that God says, that's not bringing you into a place of the curse. No, but doing the things that God says brings you into a place of the perfect law of liberty. By following after God and obeying him puts you in the path of liberty. Are you hearing me right now? Outside of that is that place of the curse of the law. For the New Testament church I'm talking to. That's what the Bible teaches us and tells us. 
Now, oftentimes people will take a scripture and they'll, they'll try to formulate a whole doctrine of understanding on it because it might say a particular way or a particular something, but they don't see the whole context of the thing that, that's being said. And so what happens is, is they wind up getting off the path or, or they wind up uh, doing something that they shouldn't be doing. And then they're wondering why they're floundering, wondering why nothing's ever working, wondering why, you know, God's not breaking through for them, wondering why this isn't happening or that's not happening. And it's because they, they've got their own way. And they want God to be on that path. But God says, no, we're going to be doers of the word that we hear. We're not going to be forgetful hearers. We're going to implement that over, over our traditional glasses that oftentimes we read the Bible through. Our traditional earmuffs, our earpods, are you with me, that we're hearing the word of God through. We have to take those traditional things out and begin to go, God, your word is greater than I. Your word is the thing that I live by and I need. Your word, Father God, is substance to me. It is milk and it is meat. And I'm going to eat and devour and drink it and become that which you have spoken. And to be changed into that image and walk in that blessing. Come on, are you with me this morning? Is your mind today the imagination? What do you imagine today? What do you imagine? Is it a life set on self-centeredness or selfless service? What is your will today, your soul? Because we're talking about loving God. Loving God with our soul and our mind. Is your soul, your will, is it set on my will? Come on, you know what I'm saying? I will, the big I will, you know what I mean? Personal will, or is it set on his will be done on earth? We can't have both. Are you hearing me? And this is the struggle as believers that we have to surrender our will to God. You know, I remember years ago, I, I, I was, in my heart, my mind, I thought that it was a certain time in my life, I had my education behind me and other in areas and, and, and I thought, this is the way that I know God started me in. This must be the path that God has for me. And so I'm going to do what God wants me to do. But you know what? It just wasn't the timing of God. And as much as I tried to make that happen, it seemed like the further away I got from it. And I'm like, God, why? why? I don't understand. I just want to obey you. Has anybody ever been there before? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. And God, I just want to obey you and do what you say. But God's like, yeah, well, I've got a bigger picture I'm working here than just to get that done. Think about it. Because what, what is so beautiful about God, we're not serving an individualistic kind of thing only. We are serving as the body of Christ on earth. And everything that God does or Jesus does because he's the head of his church, he does through his body. And everything the body does should be through the head. Are you hearing me right now? We're not the body just when we assemble. We're the body everywhere that we go. How many believe Jesus goes with you everywhere you go? You want to know why? Because he's your head. 
Don't leave your head just in church. Think about it. You can't separate yourself. Oh, it's me and Jesus. No, it's you in, in the body and Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Think about this. I, don't, I didn't leave my arm. I did leave my iPad and had to go back for it this morning. But I didn't leave my arm there. I didn't leave my toe there. I didn't leave my... Are you with me? No? I didn't go, oh, man, I left my leg in the drawer this morning. No. And I didn't say, arm, I don't need you today. I didn't... And that, you know what? That, didn't, that doesn't happen just on a Sunday. That happens on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Why? Because we're not, we're, we're saying, God, in all that I am, in all that I do, belongs to you. Think about that. Think about that. Where his ways become our ways. Where our mind becomes the mind of Christ. Let this mind, Paul said, be in you. So what is our imagination like? You know, that story, to kind of go back, the one thing I didn't want to do in that time was to start a business, but God had me start a business. And I, I remember the day I started that business. I had no idea what I was going to do. The Holy Spirit told me in the back what I was going to do, and it was something I didn't want to do. I didn't even have a business plan. And I got my first job by the time I put my hands down. I know that sounds, that's supernatural. Don't get me wrong, it doesn't always happen that way. A man come walking down as I was praying and saying, okay, God, I'll do it. He come walking down these stairs and walked up to me and says, hey, do you do this? So I happened to be somebody in the church and I'm like, yeah, I was kind of cautious in the first place doing anything for anybody in the church, to tell you the truth. Because <laughs> I don't want to cause no offense, you know what I mean? And so I, I said, well, praise the Lord. So I said, yeah, well, yes, I do. I mean, I, you know, I had to say yes because of the conversation I just had. You know, if it had been a week later, two weeks later, I'd have been scratching my head and asking God, should I? But since I'm just going, okay, God, I've got my, no, I need Jesus, please. I don't want to, really, really? Okay, all right, I'll do that. All right, I'll do it. You know, I will. Okay, all right, I'll do it, God. And, and all of a sudden, poof, I look up, and here's this guy walking. corner. I could see him in my peripheral vision. He walked up. And he says, do you do this? I said, uh, yes, I do. He said, yeah, well, can you come by tomorrow and give me a, a, you know, a quote, and let's just sit down and kind of go through everything? I said, um, definitely. <laughs> and I'll be there. What time? I don't have a lot on tomorrow, no. <laughs> 11 o'clock. I said, all right. Give me a little bit of time to go to the office works or something, you know, and go get me a little pad and a paper to make it look like I know what I'm doing a little bit, you know. <laughs> something. Pen maybe even. I'm like, Jesus. Point being, though, we always have to learn to trust our God in the way that he directs us at times, which sometimes you think, well, God, I don't understand. But there's a lot that God taught me and he did even for this church today through that part of the ministry, that part of serving. And even now, God is still working things on his behalf in all that we do. 
And I want us to remember this. John 15, 7. Say this with me. Remember this. You ready? Remember this. Come on, say it again. Remember this. John 15, 7. This is so important, God's people. If you abide in me and my words abide, come on, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. You see that? You know, the the translators of that verse, and I I love that verse, uh, that passage of scripture, that whole chapter was my Chapter 14 and 15 was my father's favorite chapters. He had them memorized. And he, he would just he would just pure just just start just saying them. And it was so beautiful. And and my dad had such a beautiful heart and, 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 and beautiful. But my point being is I remember him just quoting these verses at the dinner table. I remember him, we'd sit down to eat, and he's just reciting these verses over and over again. And I remember this understanding because as a person who I love to study the word. I love the I love the word of God, and and I, I studied those chapters a lot, especially after my father's death uh, here on earth. He's still alive, but glory to God, his body we had to put his body in the ground, but he's 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 alive. But praise God, um, buddy. But the one thing that I, I learned was this this part of this scripture where it says, "And it shall be done for you." The translators that translated that, and so that we could understand it in English, this is the best they could do with the way that it was written from the Greek and the understanding of it. It actually is the word, and I'm going to try to pronounce it for you, genomai, or genomai, or genomai. And it is spelt uh, G-I-N-O-M-A-I, genomai. And it's a very, very unique translation because it actually means to come into existence. It means that when you begin to ask, because the word is abiding in you, think about it, because we, we get stuck on ask what you will, but we got to go back. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will, you will ask what you desire. You see that? Do you see that? It's not just ask what you desire and it'll be done. Oh, God, to do this because you desire it. No, he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. That word abide doesn't mean, you know, like some days you're in and some days you're out. It means it's in you. It means that it has become the substance of who you are and what you know, how you live. It abides in you. Hmm? It's the DNA. It's, it's a part of you. It abides in you. He says, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done. Genonomai, it will come into existence. He means, and what he means is if it's not there and it's not even created, he'll create it for you. That's what it means. If it even doesn't exist, he'll create it for you. Oh, glory to God. That kind of brings... Hebrews chapter 11 into a little bit more into understanding. The world's refrained by the word of God. So the things that appear, do, you know, that exist were made of things that do not appear. Hmm? Think about that. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll create it for you. 
Even if it don't exist, I'll create it for you. Woo, glory to God. Think about that. When the doctor says it's impossible, there's no hope, there's no cure, there's no answer for you. Woo, glory to God. Think about it. Huh? Huh? Come on. Are you with me right now? Can you feel that right now? Think about it. Can you sense that right now in the spirit right here? Glory to God. When, when the devil says, you know what, you're going to go broke. This is not going to happen. It can't happen. It's, not, it's going to fail. Glory to God. Come on. When the word abides in you and you abide in the word. Because when he says you abide in me and my words abide, he's talking about the word made flesh. He's talking about the word. He's talking about him. Are you with me right now? Huh? You will ask what you will. I tell you, I've known many stories. I remember hearing the story of a family that had seven children. And praise God, when you got seven children, most of them are teenagers. I got two, and I'm like, Lord, I got seven. And the, it was tough times. And I know these people, I know these people personally. And they didn't have any food. Got seven children with no food. And mama made the table, set the table. Got all the kids around the table. There wasn't anything on the table. Everything was all nice, set, table set, ready to go. But no food. And the father and mother, they they all held hands like they did around the table. And they prayed. This is what they said. I know one of the sons very well. And I know the mom and the daddy, but both of them in heaven today. But, and I know most of the family very well, to tell you the truth. And they sat and prayed. And they prayed and said, God, we thank you today for this food that you provided for us. By the time they ended that prayer, there was a knock on the door. Just like that. Mm-mm-mm. Man came with some fish. Potatoes, they had fish and chips. Sure did. Mama said, well, kids will be right back. Went in there and they went in there and cleaned that fish, cut that fish up, fried that fish, fried them potatoes. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. Bide in me and my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will. Come on. Whatever the thing, what you desire, you ask what you will, and it shall be done. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Remember this. Everybody say it with me. Remember this. Say it again. Remember this. Talking about Abraham and the promises made to him, that those are of faith of Abraham who have received Christ, has the seed of Christ in them. We call this the new birth. They are blessed and receive the same promises of Abraham. It's so important to understand the New Testament current or flow and the never-ending ministry of Jesus, our high priest today. You know, the promises of blessings we have learned as well through this season, through this time, talk about honor. You know, honor is so important when it comes to God. You ever notice in the scripture how that the places that Jesus went to, there were times that Jesus couldn't do anything? Anybody ever see that in the Bible? Do you know there's times that God can't do a thing? Isn't that something? There's times when people say, 
Just like the Bible says when Jesus came in to this one city, says he could only heal a few sick folk. Because he said, and the reason why is because they did not honor him. Honor. Honor the Lord. The Bible tells us so much that we have to learn to honor the Lord. We have to learn to honor the Lord. We have a high priest over the house of God, Jesus Christ the righteous, who is seated at the right hand of God, who lived and died and saved us and delivered us from the power of sin to bring us into a place of right standing before God that we might come together and assemble together before him who is the head of the church, who is the Lord and King in whom we worship and we praise with an innumerable company of angels. Come on. This one who lives forevermore in his ministry will never be ending. His high priesthood ministry will never end. It is forever, the Bible says. I have forever ordained after the order of Melchizedek that he'll be a high priest, the Bible says. We've learned this. The keys of blessing has to do a lot with the actions that we have concerning what we hear and how we hear it. That's why we have to take off our traditional glasses oftentimes and pull out those traditional ear pods and start to go, glory to God. I see it, Jesus. I see it. I hear it. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us, just like the man that was blind by the name of Bartimaeus, the Bible tells us that he was on the roadside begging. You know, he was doing everything he could do to get the crumbs from that the world was going to give him. Oftentimes, as believers, that's how we live our life. Waiting for the crumbs that the world is going to give us, thinking that we are subject to that. Are you hearing me? Blind Bartimaeus felt that way, and he decided, you know what? That word walking right there, that man walking right there, who is the living word made flesh, is passing by. And I have opportunity now to quit begging for everything that the world gives to me. And I have an opportunity now to have a different kind of life that's not, that's not uh, benefiting or the benefactors, so to speak, of, of what I receive is what the world can give to me, but what he can give to me. And he sat on that road and he began to cry out, the Bible says. And everybody around him, what did the world tell him to do? Be quiet. Be quiet. And what did he do? His reaction was, I'm done with this. I'm moving on with God. I'm going to go in a deeper level. I'm going to go with him. I'm going to walk with the Lord. I'm going to receive from that word today. He didn't let that word pass him by because the world was telling him, just let the word pass you by. We got crumbs for you. Just be quiet. And oftentimes in the spirit, that's what a lot of people are hearing. And we continue the same life instead of crying out to God and saying, God, I'm tired of living on the side of the road, getting anything that comes from the world. I know that you're a God who's more than enough, can do all things. You're my all-sufficient one, and in you there is nothing that you cannot do. And God, I'm going to put my faith in you, and I'm crying out to you today. I'm getting tired of sitting on this road, stuck in this place that I'm in, sitting here and always just getting whatever the world can give me based upon the world's economy, based upon the world's health, based upon the world's provision of whatever they got. But let me tell you, that we have a reach over God that who created the universe, who knows and has promised 
promised us that there's things that you haven't even seen yet in deep places that you hadn't been that hadn't been revealed to this world yet that he has laid up in store for his people if we'll get off the road and start talking to the word and start receiving the word and obeying the word of God and begin to ask things that's beyond what we see right now and begin to say and begin to ask him for the things we don't see and begin to understand what that is because this man couldn't see it but he asked him for it he said give me some sight glory to God are you hearing me this morning I feel the Holy Ghost in this place today if we will hear take off the coat and follow after him remember this say it with me remember this Say it again. Ready? Remember this. Come on, what? Balak and Balaam. You know, we, we looked at how that Balak and Balaam, Balak, who the king, was a king in this world, he wanted to curse the people of God so that he could destroy them, take advantage of them. Balaam, who was a greedy prophet, decided he was going to go along with it. Even though he couldn't disobey, he kept getting a word from God, so to speak. He couldn't curse what God had blessed. Isn't that good news? I said, isn't that good news? Sometimes the world says, no, no, we're going to take it. You can't have it. Hmm? Anybody ever had that kind of thing before? All of a sudden, you go, wait a minute. Why you, you can't take what don't belong to you. I'm blessed. For God has blessed me. He's given me the blessing, which is the, the grace or the power to get. Remember, one of the things that we find when we talk about that getting, what I mean by that is, is an understanding of what God has done in our life. And sometimes it looks like even the Bible says in the book of Acts, when people's houses was taken away from them because they served God, but they continued on with him. They didn't stop. Just because it got difficult, because they lost their house or they lost this or lost that. The Bible says you took your, the spoiling of your goods with joy. Let me just help you with something. Here's what I've always learned. That it's better to serve God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. It's better to serve the Lord no matter what happens in this world today. It's better to walk with God. But the good news is too. That we have a God who will rebuke the devourer for our sake. When we obey the word of God and we walk in the level of the word of God and we walk in the light of the word of God. Listen, what happens today doesn't mean it's the end and it doesn't mean it's your future. It doesn't mean what's going to happen tomorrow because God knows how to restore, repay. Come on, he knows how to, how to build, he knows how to bless, he knows how to get to you what you have need of. Because he is our all-sufficient one. We do not need to fear what the world might say. We do not need to fear what the doctors might say. We do not need to fear. You know, that is so important because if we will understand this morning, if we'll remember this, that God is a God that will bless us, increase us, help us, be with us. Remember, he says, He'll be with you wherever you go. He is with you. The blessing of God is there. We need to learn to trust in the blessing. 
We need to be ready to praise, ready to sow, be ready to pray. We need to walk in the wisdom of God. We need to be ready to defend and to stand in a place of prayer, being fully armored with the armor of God. When the enemy shows up, that we have on that which God has given to us. That we're not, we're not sitting on the side of the road and with our beggar's coat on. No, we've responded to the word already and the blessing of God is upon us. And we need to walk in that empowerment and walk in that blessing. And we need to begin to say what God says. We need to pray on the level of the word of God and on the level of what God has done for us. And not just let the world and the thoughts and the things of this life to overcome us. We need to say, wait a minute, I am the head and not the tail. I am blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. Glory to God, what I'm going to put my hand to is going to prosper. In Jesus' name, we're going to have good success. God, I thank you today that you are a God who heals and delivers and saves. You are a God who does miracles. I can trust you with my life and my family today. And no matter what happens on this planet, glory to God, even if they destroyed this body, they can't destroy my spirit. Glory, because heaven is, is my home. Come on, it's eternity today lives inside of me. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.